Chris D'Elia has slowly ascended to a top tier of comedy by consistently evolving, working to perfect his delivery and his jokes. He has a very different approach to comedy that some find distasteful and others find heart-stoppingly funny. His third Netflix special, No Pain, just released a few days ago. So, on episode three of the Silly Goose podcast, it's only right to talk about a guy that has a silly goose time. You, me, yeah, you, what? I told you, dear, I switched to tea. I'm trying to keep my gut healthy. You, me, yeah, you, me. It's fine by me, I'll drink it up. If you want tea, you're out of luck. Silly goose. Well, it's a third episode of Silly Goose Podcast, and obviously most of you probably don't have a real good idea of what the show is, so basically I will tell you that it is a combination of comedy and sports. One day we'll do comedy, another day we'll do sports, bada bing, you know how it is. So today I want to talk about Chris because his Netflix special, No Pain, just came out on Netflix uh, on Tuesday. And in my opinion, Chris is one of the hardest working comedians out there right now. And the work he's put in for the last, I don't know, 15 years probably, has shown in his new special. Now, I've been following his career since I was 14 years old. In 2015, I saw his first Netflix special, Incorrigible. I was immediately hooked after that, and his online presence as basically a troll to haters was entertaining to me. I slowly saw his comedy develop into what it is today, going from talking about performing in a hole-in-the-wall bar in the valley to being featured in an Eminem music video. And I'm very pleased and impressed with where he is now. But let's start in 2015, shall we? Incorrigible, his first Netflix special. A younger Chris, my first impression of Dalia, showed the world his potential to be great with his up-tempo style of speaking. Very uh, high-pitched at times and very quirky, whether he was talking about a lady named Blanca from Street Fighter, an orange shirt, or men's goals in life being nothing. The goal of men is nothing. So that's what introduced me to Crystalia. Incorrigible is just this younger, in his 20s, not really caring type of guy, you know? But then in 2017, Man on Fire had come out, his second Netflix special. Now, at this point, I was already pretty affiliated with who Chris D'Elia was and, and how he approached uh, a set, essentially. But with Man on Fire, he continued to separate his style by incorporating the, more and more these dynamic vocal ranges that I've, I really don't know how to describe other than just him tinkering with his voice to make it kind of dumb but in like the be funniest way possible because he'll do impressions of i don't know he can talk like brad or chad you know what i mean frat boy kind of a thing or he can impersonate a crazy ex or even a little girl trying to show him a secret garden but the thing with how he does it is it's just this little thing in the back of your throat, almost like Kermit the Frog, that he does, that just m lets you know that, A, he's not serious. He's he's not serious about any of the stuff he talks about up there. None of these guys are. 
which it really makes me mad when people get upset for jokes that people tell because they are jokes. They are not meant to be taken literally. They are meant to be taken as satirical. And comedians do it better than anyone, obviously. But anyway, another thing that happened with Man on Fire. His insight took a big leap ahead as he did some pretty real reflection on his life up until the point uh, being a 36-year-old. I mean, in Incorrigible, he was just kind of this 20-something guy just making dick jokes, you know what I mean, to the outside crowd. But in Man on Fire, he really just slowed it down a little bit, made more sense of what he was trying to do up there. He was reflecting on manhood, being a good person, just being a being just being a man and how to do it. And it was really entertaining to see how far he really came from his Netflix special two years prior. It was pretty impressive. But where I think Crystalia made the biggest turn for the best is when he started his podcast congratulations in 2018 he decided to start a podcast just like some of his friends in the industry like tom segura burt kreischer and obviously joe rogan had already already been doing for probably a year or two up until that point what really changed it for him was that delia had to be on his game for around 60 minutes which is where his podcasts are just straight up with some thoughts and a few topics rattling around in his head. So he had to be funny in a different way once a week. Just kind of keeping himself sharp, you know what I mean? And it really has worked numbers for him. He weirdly developed like cadences that probably wouldn't have developed if he didn't start this podcast. Like he combines several words into one syllable. Like that's so stupid. He'd be like Stupid, you know what I mean? Swack. Or he started catchphrases and funny inside jokes for his listeners every week while still doing a set every night at the comedy club to make a full set for his Follow the Leader tour. And, like, life rips, dude. Wouldn't make a dent in my bank account. Wouldn't make a dent. Back up the trucks, dude. You silly. You know, he just has this way of talking that is so off kilter that it's very, it could be either uncomfortable to, to hear or just add on to a perfect joke that he probably made two minutes prior. But like I said, he was still doing this every, he was still doing that while doing a set every night at the comedy clubs to make a full set for his Follow the Leader tour, which brings us to now. No pain. Just released like three days ago. Hit Netflix being top five viewed uh, in the U.S. this week. Which really makes me proud because that means his popularity is really just skyrocketing. But what he claims to be his best special so far, I would have to agree. I mean, in my opinion, he has found exactly what works for Crystalia fans. He has merged those cadences I was talking about from his podcast and his storytelling on stage into this perfect marriage that can make you belly laugh for 55 minutes straight. And that's exactly what I did when I was watching this special. I thought it was hilarious. Everything was on point. I don't want to spoil the jokes because like Pete Davidson said, 
You can only hear a joke for the first time once. Pete Davidson, obviously, another great comedian. Saturday Night Live, love him. But even though he's developed his skills and honed his craft, he still has a silly goose time on stage, which is exactly what we love here at the Silly Goose Podcast. Jokes involving dolphins, babies, and oddly enough, being ultra descriptive uh, of hype beasts in 2020 are just hilarious in this new special. You have to go watch it. It is so funny. Now, he may ramble sometimes, going off track to crack another joke, but that's what's great about Chris. He doesn't care who you are or what you think. He's going to make fun of you, and it's going to be hilarious. You, me, yeah, you, what? I told you, dear, I switched to tea. I'm trying to keep my gut healthy. You, me, yeah, you, like me. It's fine by me. 